and welcome back to another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. So Nick, we finally picked back up the mics. We're here. We're here. <laughs> it's been almost 11 months to the day since we got together and recorded an episode. That's crazy to me, but it also seems like it's been that long. Yes. Yeah. It, it definitely seems like it's been 11 months. Obviously, we did a a rec- or we did the open podcast yeah. you know, every night during the open. So March of March 25th of 2021 was the last episode we did. Yeah. And so obviously we're getting ready to redo the open this time around. And so we needed to get together before the open started and making sure we still had our podcast equipment and our <laughs> podcast voices. Do it again. To I know. Do it. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a, a crazy, crazy year. It has. So you had another baby in the last year? No, recently, seven weeks, eight weeks ago, uh, December 19th. So yeah, just coming up on eight weeks ago. It's been, been busy. Uh, yeah, the, the past two months have been pretty crazy. I mean, without going into all the detail, but it's been uh, a whirlwind. When, when people ask me about like, how's it going? I'm like, things are literally fantastic. Like I'm not trying to exaggerate that. Like things are great. Everyone is healthy. Everyone is happy. We've had fam. We had family in town. I'm like, things are amazing. Ask me again in six months, and I won't remember it. Like it's just kind of this flash in the pan of like excitement and things happening, and there's so much going on. And like you turn around, you blink an eye, and like, wait, it's five weeks, six, seven weeks? I don't know. You know, it just goes by so quick. Um, with an infant and then, you know, a toddler in the house too. So yeah, it's crazy. It's good. It is. It's good stuff. Yeah. Life is so good. I mean, it's, it's awesome. So kind of along those lines of reflecting a little bit, there's been a few changes along the gym. Yeah. You guys launched a few new initiatives. And yeah. so this was a good opportunity for us to get together yeah. and just talk through that a little bit. Um, and then hopefully over the next three or four weeks, we'll talk a lot more about the open. Right. And then we'll see if we can continue the podcast after the, after the open. <laughs> we just got to keep it going. Yeah. It's got to got to keep it going a little. We bit. just got so excited last year that we just kind of burnt out. We're like, let's just take a break. And then, yeah. then we're like, are we ever going to do this again? We were supposed to do a recap, so we did fifty one episodes, and we were supposed to do a recap, which oh, was the fifty right. second episode. So this is our fifty second. This episode. is our fifty second episode, but we never did the recap, and so maybe we'll do it like at. 56 or 60, but we'll get there. It's been a, it's been a journey. That's crazy to think 52 times we've done this. Yep. It's been a, it's been a journey. So yeah, let's get started. Um, so a couple things really to kind of kick off the new year, you guys launched the strict 60 challenge. Yeah. And so what is strict 60? What does that mean? Yep. Um, so the strict 60, um, came about just because we've seen and talked to a lot of people that were going through the, the 75 hard challenge, um, which is 75 days. Uh, there's rules that you follow or guidelines that you follow. You got to work out twice a day and follow a meal plan and do, you know, kind of check a bunch of boxes. And we're like, man, that's, it's a really good idea. And the people that have been doing it, um, at the, fourth quarter of last year were really into it and seeing great results and they really enjoyed the uh, the mental growth I think 
that came from those 75 days. So we just wanted to say, well, how could we bring that in-house um, how, so that we can rally behind people and help coach people through it? You know, it, it seemed like the people that were doing the 75 hard, they did it on their own accord and they had that, you know, that kind of intrinsic desire to do it. And we said, well, how can we help people along that path and kind of create it our own? So we did that or we started that uh, January 3rd. Um, so it's kind of just this start of the year, 60 day, um, challenge, uh, that includes, you know, there's a handful, about 10 different, uh, items that are required on a daily, weekly or bi-weekly basis, um, to just see physical change. But I think the most important part of these challenges, you know, the 75 hard or hour strict 60 or whatever it is, is what is the mental growth or, you know, what's the eye opening part from a mindset that, that comes from it. And so we're, um, we're on the tail end of it. I think we're 60 or 70% the way through now. Um, and so give me a couple, yeah. What's, a what couple are we doing on those? Like, what is the 10 items you yeah. mentioned 10? What are a few of those? Yep. So, um, five workouts a week of, relative high intensity, um, like going for a walk doesn't necessarily constitute a workout. So five legit workouts a week. Um, we're asking people to follow a meal plan. The only rule on the meal plan is that there's a vegetables with three meals a day, do whatever else you want. If you want to have peppers and onions with your fruit loops, so be it, um, <laughs> in the morning for breakfast. But, um, so vegetables with three meals a day, uh, we're asking people to accumulate uh, an hour of meditation or prayer or reflection, essentially silent and solitude time. Uh, so accumulate an hour a week. Uh, people get to read one to two books uh, through this. So we're asking people, you know, read at least one book, if not two. Um, we're doing um, body composition scans at regular intervals, regular intervals throughout it. Um, so that's, that's another piece of it. Uh, there's a journal component where we're journaling every two weeks with kind of set journal questions, guided journal questions so that people know, um, again, to help foster that reflection and kind of, Hey, what's happening in the mindset? What am I thinking about? What am I capable of? And what's, you know, looking backwards to reflect, but also looking forward to you know, see what kind of the next, the next step might be. So those are the, those are the big rocks of it. Yeah. That sounds pretty, it's interesting. I mean, you got, you cover a lot there. Yeah. Kind of the whole body aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, it, we could talk probably forever about, you know, just this, but too often challenges or just changes. Um, we, we, we tend to isolate the thing, you know, uh, meaning I want to lose weight. Well, I'll just go to the gym more or the other side of that. I need to lose weight. Well, I'll just eat paleo or, um, what, whatever it is, you know, we don't include all of the pieces of the puzzle to, to actually make the change, you know, and, and the strict 60 isn't necessarily about, Hey, can I lose 10 pounds can I lose 15 pounds. It's really not about that. It's about creating habits. Like what, what am I, what habits am I capable of creating in this 60 days, two months that, 
that I could sustain. Um, you know, the, the group that I'm leading, it's a group of men and I'm asking them like, Hey, are you the type of person that can eat vegetables for three meals a day? Um, and doing this exercise, a strict 60 exercise is proving to them that like I can be the type of person that eats vegetables three meals a day and that I, you know, if we're married, you know, we can do that with our spouses and, and that sort of thing. So, um, so it, you know, for me and, you know, go back to our fi- other 51 episodes, like to influence real lasting change. Like it, I believe and you know, m- the majority of us know that like it really starts with the beliefs and the mindsets behind your behaviors. So that's what we're trying to cultivate or, um, uncover, I, I say through, you know, through these two months. So are you eating vegetables three times a day? Yeah. So what are you eating for breakfast? <laughs> uh, Fruit loops and shoot. <laughs> onions? Uh, peppers and onions. Um, and I'm pretty bored. And honestly, Ashley and I, it was last week or the week before, like we, we need to get some, we need another recipe. And I don't really like, I can do spinach, but like wilty soft spinach is not good. So yeah, it's pepper. But for me, it's onions. Um, and bell peppers and we do some meal prep once or twice a week and we'll cut up you know let's just say it's three bell peppers three onions you throw them together saute them and that's that goes with eggs um scrambled eggs over easy eggs whatever um it's so eggs peppers onions onions. yeah and then for me i got it's carbs so you know i go to bread um I don't always stick with just regular bread, but I'll go to some variation of carbs with that. I could do two days or two meals a day. I don't know about breakfast. I don't think it's not easy. Uh, yeah, it's not easy. And again, it's an exercise in, in discipline and habit, like, like opening your mind to like what is possible. Like not saying you need to eat, eat breakfast or, and honestly we've had this question come up where some people are like well i do intermittent fasting i eat two meals a day i'm like fine great just eat vegetables with two meals a day yeah i don't want you to i'm not going to ask you to add a third meal or you know and we didn't say anything about snacks or anything like that because snacks can that's just a whole kind of you can go down the rabbit trail of like what's a healthy snack what's an unhealthy snack is celery good or all you know we just said ah oh, yeah no, i don't want to deal with it like Eat vegetables three meals a day and see what happens, you know. My daughter has started to eat raw bell peppers with her lunch. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like a crazy kid thing, but. They're good. So we cut them up and we cut them up on Sunday. We do the meal prep and then every yeah. day she gets one with her little bag with her lunch. And it's, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. It's weird. <laughs> whatever. Whatever floats her boat. I've never eaten a bell pepper in my life. But Stop she's, it. Seriously? No. It, no? It doesn't sound good at all. But, uh, <laughs> They're good. They're sweet. They're yeah. not like a hot pepper. They're yeah. like, eh, maybe I'll try. It's one like day. the apple of vegetables. It's like crunchy, sweet, delicious. Hmm. <laughs> so I'll take your word for it. Um, I'm gonna have you over for breakfast one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, we did go to eat uh, at farmhouse today. It's it's on Third and Delaware. It used to be called Third and Delaware for we had a coworker retiring. Oh, uh, River Market. Yeah, yeah River Market area. Yeah. And so we went there for lunch, and I ate biscuits and gravy, 
a side of potatoes. Stop. <laughs> we had a cinnamon roll as a group prior to that. So <laughs> nothing but carbs. Nothing but carbs and yeah. fat. And, and I feel and fat. I feel amazing right now. Do you? <laughs> That's good. Well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was the opposite. Here's what of, not uh, to do. Yeah, it was the opposite of strict sixty. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so one of the things that you mentioned in that was body composition. So yeah. in the gym, we're seeing this device. Yeah. It looks like a spaceship every once in a while. It's sitting it out. So what is it? Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's a body composition scanner. Um, the brand is called an InBody, and, um, in the world of body composition scanning tools, you know, you've got, you can use a tape measure and calipers and you can do a submersion in water and you can do all sorts of things to measure your body composition. And what does that mean? I suppose that means, you know, how much muscle mass do you have? Obviously what's your weight, but that's just a scale. So what, how much muscle mass do you have? How much fat do you have? What's the percentage of those in your body? What's the percentage of those left to right, you know, left arm, right arm, etc. Um, and then essentially taking that data and that information and dissecting it and saying, Hey, here's what, here's what would be most healthy for you to do going forward. So actually taking that information and being able to not prescribe a diet, but prescribe maybe a, a course of action, whether that's changing a calorie intake, changing a protein intake. Um, and so it gives you your, Percentage of body fat? Yeah. And does it give you your weight of body fat as well? Correct, yeah. So it'll give you your percentage of body fat, how much how much that fat weighs. It'll give you how much your uh, lean muscle mass weighs. Um, does it tell you where your fat is at? Does it give you that image or does it tell you it's abdominal or it tells you it's upper body or lower body or anything like that? Yeah, that's a good question. This one doesn't. Um and and I think that's, I think that's okay because you know it. It's not like if if you were on the machine, and you said, "Oh my gosh, I have twenty percent body fat, and eighteen of it is in my gut." Like, okay, well then what? Like, you're still going to try to lose body fat, yeah. whether it's in your gut or in your arm or leg or. You know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But I we talked a little bit about this on last year's. Uh, I've done three D body scanning yeah. at St. Luke's several times i think i've done a total of four times i bought them you know they had a three-year pat or a, a one-year you bought three a pass of three interesting and so you go down there you know you have to get scanned and all that stuff so it's not as quick as the in body right um but it, it it tells you it gives you an image of your body and it tells you where your fat is not that that matters but, yeah um more importantly it's your percentage of body fat I it's think your is percentage what, yeah what is uh interesting yeah and and you know, the, the accuracy of the scan is important as well, right? So you can trust that it's accurate information. So then you know that any prescription going forward is also therefore an accurate yeah. prescription going forward. And this, the in body will give a recommendation, not only of like, you know, do you need to lose body fat pounds or do you need to gain muscle mass? And those are nice prescriptions, but it also gives you um, a BMR basal metabolic rate, which is um, effectively the, the minimum number of calories you need to just lay in bed and be alive in yep. 24 hours um, gives you, you know, your lean, lean body mass. So you, you kind of have an understanding of, well, what is, what should my protein intake be? And 
um, and that sort of thing. So it's it's a new tool for us, um, you know, and it's a new tool for for our members to ha- have access to um, that we just want to be able to have conversations about. And, and again, you know, it's really all about like, yeah, what are the results that you want, and then what is that prescription to to get there? Um, you know, I said earlier, you know, just just working out ain't it's not the prescription or yeah. just reducing calories isn't the prescription. You know, there, there's, there's nuance to it and this helps us identify that. So all the members can mm-hmm. get access to it. Yep. And that's part of the membership. Part of the membership. Yep. Um, part of the membership, we want to do it every 90 days or want to offer to be able to do it every 90 days with, with someone, um, you know, for, for, talking about nutrition coaching and kind of an ongoing, um, additional coaching, then we'd like to do it maybe monthly, uh, with that individual. But for the most part, you know, fluctuations happen day by day, week by week, month by month. So, you know, it's not like you're going to want to hop on this thing every week and see if there's changes or anything like that. Like you want to take a, a big chunk of time and say, okay, well, 90 days, I'm going to make these changes and would be consistent with those changes. Um, you know, not like during the strict 60, we're, we're doing them every, we've done a couple scans every two weeks or a scan at the midpoint, the, the one month mark, because a lot of these change, you know, eat vegetables three times a day like that. Some people didn't eat vegetables at all, or maybe it was one time a day and it was onion, you know, or it, like a 10 pieces of celery. So anyway, um, yeah, every 90 days, again, with, with the idea that you do a scan and then there's like a, a, a direction to go forward. It's like, hey, I need you to increase your calorie intake and, and change your protein by whatever the number is. And you need to hold that course for 90 days and let's revisit it and, and see what the, the change is. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, it. you kind of commented whether you do a body scan or whether you do calipers or whether you do in-body it really doesn't matter as long as it's consistent. Right. So, and the same person, if you're doing calipers, like at my old work or at my old work, at my work, we had a girl that would do calipers and she was the one that did it every time. So she was consistent. So it doesn't matter as right. long as it's consistent and it sounds like it's a pretty high tech machine. And yeah. so if you do it four times a year, five times a year, you're going to get the totally. same consistent data. Exactly. And you'll be able to see progress. Totally. Yep. So yeah. And again, it's just, it's a culture piece that we're saying, Hey, let's, you know, it's always, it's always been important to us, but, but like having the, having that scanner, having the Embody scanner kind of brings it to the forefront of our discussions and our mind and our, and our thoughts and then our actions, you know, what we as coaches are doing and then what you are thinking about. And, uh, you know, if you know that it's there and like, Oh yeah, I want to get my body scan. And that's kind of in the back of your brain a little bit more. And then you're, just thinking more about what other changes am I doing outside of showing up to the gym three, four, five days a week? You know, what, what are, what are the things that I'm doing outside of the gym that are impacting overall health and and fitness? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely keep talking about that more and more. Does it recommend a body fat percentage for male and female that you know of? Yeah, it gives a range. It gives a healthy range based on um, age, based on age and height. Um, so it'll kind of give a, a range of, of body fat percentage that is considered healthy. Um, I'm drawing a blank now, like where that 
recommendation comes from like what that data set is that it's like here's the average and here's where we want to be i, I can't quite think of where that data is pulling from but but I'll, but I'll is 20 percent acceptable for a 41 old yeah. white male <laughs> yeah <laughs> 20% is just fine. Yeah. <laughs> they would probably tell me like 12%. So. 20% is good. Yeah. For for men, 20% is great. For women, 20% is amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. So then going with that, you talked about the 90-day cycle. Mm-hmm. So another thing that you've sent out is yeah. the whole goal review sessions. Yep. And so kind of what is that? And, and then we've seen the QR codes on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. We've seen, you know, those on the other whiteboard talking about scheduling those. And so what are you trying to achieve with the goal review sessions? Yeah. um, We started that at the end of last year. Uh, Third third quarter last year was the first time that we did it. Um, Then we did it again in the fourth quarter. Now again, started this year. Um, I don't want to say it's self-explanatory, but a goal review session is just that. You know, not that everybody has very specific goals, but it's, an opportunity to have a dedicated conversation with uh, a coach on you, where you're at, um, and where you want to go. And, or, you know, it's just, yeah, like like I said, it's an opportunity to have that conversation too often, uh, in the gym before, after, during class. Like I'd love to be able to dig in and have conversations with you and with the 15 other people in your class. Like I, 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 I truly want to know how you're doing and, and how I can help you. Um, you know, and maybe there's something that you're thinking about or the other 15 people in class that are thinking about like, man, I really want to ask Nick or Christine, or I really want to be able to ask a question like, how do I make changes here? How do I improve this skill? Or how do I, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe someone's just stuck. I'm like, I'm plateaued. I'm not very motivated. Like what should I be doing? You know, where, um, Again, we want to make it part of the the culture of who we are. It's like one, obviously, we like as coaches and owners, like we we care about you, and we just want to check in with you. And we this is an opportunity for us to just put it on the calendar once every ninety days, and we're going to block out time during the week and say, hey, if you want to talk to us, schedule it. Like I'd love to be able to talk to as many people as possible through that. Um, but but again, on on your end on the members end it's yeah it's just a way to check in and um you know hold some accountability get a new resource you know spark a a new interest or you know just a a fresh perspective on your training your health your fitness and and where it's going and you know and where you've been you know a lot of discussions that i've had with people are like i want to get stronger and that's great. Like everybody, I want to get stronger too. And we'd like dig through that and we're like, holy crap. Like we look over the past 12 months and you've gotten a ton stronger. And like, so there's perspective. Um, yeah. It, it just brings perspective to it's, it's cliche, but the your journey, mm-hmm. you know, um, and just what's going on in your life. And there's ebbs and flows to it all. And this, we want this to be part of who we are, you know, and, and the service that we offer and, um, the care that we can give, give to our members. Yeah. I mean, that, that I was, you used the word accountability and that's what I was kind of thinking as you were talking is more of a accountability partner. Yeah. Right. So it's good to schedule that and, you know, use the QR code and schedule, I think it was mm-hmm. what, 15, 10 minute, 15 yeah. minute session. And yeah. Know. And yeah, I mean, and yeah, it was 15, 20 minutes. Um, some of my conversations lasted 
30 minutes, you know, we just, we had the time on the calendar and we just kept talking. It was great, you know, and it's, and again, from the, from the seat that I sit in, like I, I see in quotes, everybody, I see so many people throughout the day, but I don't have the opportunity to like, I don't always have the opportunity to check in and ask people like, how's it going? Good, busy, you know, all that. Like, no, really like, how are you doing? Yeah. And, And what's, what's going on with you? And, and, is there something that you can do or that we can do that'll help move things forward? So I'm going to put you on the spot on that. So when you think of strict 60, the embody machine, and then we think of goal review session, is there a common theme or is there a common element that you've seen that a lot of people are either struggling with or what is something Mm -hmm. that is helping them get off a dead center? that you, you find yourself saying over and over and over, you know I mean? Cause you're, you are through the yeah. strict 60, you are, you're, you're meshing fitness and nutrition. And so I think that is obviously the key element. There is not purely right. fitness and it's not purely nutrition. So it, it's a good thing. And so I would assume that you're seeing, you mentioned of seeing some improvements, um, and the members are seeing that. And so what, a, what is kind of the feedback that you're getting from that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, a couple things come to mind. One for me is, um, so from a member standpoint, the, the belief, there's underlying beliefs in so in everything that we do, like every action that we have has an underlying belief. Um, I drove over here and I, put my seatbelt on and I had the belief that that action of putting my seatbelt on, I have a belief that that will one, I'm going to follow the law, but two, that it's going to keep me safe. And I'm going to drive the speed limit on a dark road at night because I believe there's deer out and you know, all these things. So the underlying beliefs are so critical and I, and I see opportunities for people to just be aware of those beliefs that they carry and what actions come from those beliefs? Um, you know, the vegetables at breakfast, right? Like most people believe that that's w- without saying it out loud, like that you think it's crazy or, or it's not common or it's like for weird people. Well, call me weird, whatever. But like you don't believe that it's doable, doable or that it's helpful or maybe necessary or even possible or you believe that like that will actually help you lose a little bit of weight or feel better, have more energy. Um, so the, it's boiling that to the surface for me. I, I see that and I don't, I'm not, I don't necessarily have those, a ton of those conversations, but that's what I see. And that those are the things that I'm thinking about when I'm having those conversations with people. It's like, what are the actions that we need to do or, not do anymore, but it's not really about the actions. It's what about what's the underlying belief that needs to be addressed there. Um, I'd say the second thing that that comes to my mind right now, and maybe, you know, these aren't in any order, it just kind of popped in, but, um, I want to be able to do a better job at equipping people with the knowledge and the resources that they need. Um, meaning 
Like I live in a fitness bubble, right? I'm in a gym. I'm eating healthy. I'm on my feet all day in quotes, you know, and I'm not, but, but I'm on my feet more than probably 90% of our population, right? Where we office, you know, workers. Yeah. Um, and I think oftentimes me, and I'm speaking for myself specifically, but I forget the, the knowledge and the resources and the everything that's in my brain and then that everything that I do is not necessarily known by the collective you, uh, the, the, the membership base. And I, and I think that, um, through these, using these tools and having able to have more of these conversations, it's like, I want to be better about just informing people and of resources or, or any of that stuff that, that I think maybe I take for granted and I forget that people just don't know that stuff, you know, like, yeah. I mean, even if you go to, it's funny, if you go to a gym every day and work out every day and you read and do all that stuff, you might think you know a lot about fitness. Well, but if you coach 60 people a day, right. you'll know a whole another complete side of it. Exactly. And so that's because you see your, your context is far greater than anybody that goes to a gym. Cause you're seeing, you know, three or four classes a day or, you know, you just being there sees all that. So you, you have perspective and context that right. a, a single member is not going to have. Exactly. Yeah. So this, and then you have all these conversations as well. And so now you have even a greater context right. um, of what is truly going on. So yeah. It's a valuable resource that the member should totally at least get your two cents on. Ex- yeah, exactly. And that, you know, it's been you know, obviously a humbling a little bit. Cause I'm like, man, I, I wish people knew about this, that, and the other. And I was like, I guess it's not as common as I would have thought, you know, um, not saying it's not a known, but there's, there's just, yeah, a lot of perspective that I have or that Christine or Jordan or, you know, any of the coaches have that, um, that I think I've, you know, just forgotten about for a little while. I'm like, this is kind of an eye opening, you know, been an eye opening, let's just say 90 days, you know, kind of going through this. I'm like, man, okay, well, it's how do we include more of that into the culture? And, you know, these pieces with the strict 60 challenge, which is kind of just this kickoff, but with, you know, body composition, scanning and goal reviews, like we wanted, those are tools that, that at our disposal so that we can, help people more, you know, and that's for us. I mean, that that's really what it's, what we're trying to do and what's all about. Yep. Like it. I think it's, it's also interesting. You've done it during kind of the, the winter quote unquote. Right. And so it'll be exciting to see it as it goes to the, the summer months mm-hmm. and, you know, we start getting outside and rain right. and, you know, doing all the fun stuff. So it'll I be know. interesting. People will start caring about more about their body a little bit more <laughs> and, and, uh, March and April than they I do know. in December and January. Winter's tough, man. It, it is. Yep. Um, okay. So kind of to wrap this up, I just want to briefly talk about open preview. Yeah. And so you've sent out a few emails about mm-hmm. that, a few texts. And so what is the program or what are we trying to do for the open this year? Yeah. So the open, um, and today I don't, you're not on Facebook much, are you? But we did a Facebook live today at noon. So that was exciting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Christine I, I haven't I, seen that yet. I know. 
Um, anyway, so the the open for those you know if there's you know people listening to this that haven't been exposed to that yet, it's just an I like to think of it as an annual celebration of fitness. We test ourselves, we challenge ourselves, um, but we rally together as a community to encourage each other and um, get together every Friday night for three weeks and just honestly celebrate health and fitness um, the best that we know how. Um, in years past, uh, you know, it's, it's taken different forms over the years, but in the past few years we've done a team competition where there's 10 people or so on a team um, and we that's how we introduce a little bit of fun and game and, and competition and camaraderie through this process. Um, this year we kind of peel that back and switch it up and we are creating a team competition out of it where um, you and a partner are now competing or participating. Really it's participation in an event. It's, it is a competition, but if we, I'd like to frame it more as like this is participation in an event and an experience, um, less of a competition to see who the the king of the hill is. You know, it's it's not about that. Um, so yeah, we're we're offering a um, a partner workout option this year. Um, so which that will be a workout that we will create. So every week. Um, CrossFit Home Office will release a workout Thursday night. That becomes the workout for everybody on Friday. Um, we have until Monday to do that workout, um, record our scores, and, and and so forth. And then the way that CrossFit Home Office releases it, they release a bunch of different variations of workouts. Um, RX scaled foundations which would be you know for the brand new beginner person um, adaptive uh, divisions you know a ton of divisions age group divisions and, and that sort of thing and um, we have added at at kci we've added this year a, a partner component to it um, again to bring more of a, a fun community aspect to to the event on the partner, I think, because a lot of people have been talking about doing the partner aspect of mm -hmm. it. And so is the partner going to be the RX workout as a partnership? Or are you guys going to kind of really tweak that, try and keep the same movements? Or Yeah, we're going to try to stay true, as true to the move, the movements as we can, um, but create a, a partner workout out of, out of it. Um, and week by week, workout by workout, it might be different. Um you know, sometimes if, if the individual workout this is just in general, like if there's an individual workout for a, a 10 minute AMRAP, um, a good partner variation of that workout might be 12 or 13 minutes of an AMRAP. Um, so there, there could be tweaks to the time domain, but as best we can, we're going to try to preserve the movements and the, and the standards of that yeah. for the, for a partner workout. But it doesn't like the, the one kind of confusing thing is, does it, do you have to do a partner workout? And the answer to that is no. Um, the way that we're doing it is, you know, if me and you are partners, we get to choose. Uh, and we get to choose week by week. Where week one, maybe the workout comes out, and you're like, ooh, I want to do this by myself. And I'm like, okay, cool, me too. So you do it by yourself, I do it by myself, and that's week one. And then, you know, week one is kind of that event and that competition. And Week two is a complete reset. Everything goes back down to zero. And then week two workout comes out and we're like, 
that partner workout looks fun. Let's do that together. And then we do that together. And, um, and then that week's over. And then week three, we, we get to choose again. So we wanted to provide that op- option for people to just have more fun with it and, and, and make an experience out of it and remove some of the pressure of, I have to get first place in my division. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting when the wall work, wall walk workout comes out. How many people do that as a partnership? <laughs> I'll be like, yes, we're doing this as yeah. a partner. You do all the wall walks. Yeah. I'll do everything else. Yeah. I'll do the rowing. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that. Um, as always, it'll be a lot of fun. And then this year you guys added another aspect of it. We've seen these kids everywhere in the gym now. Yeah. Like, every night there's Man. kids. There's uh, kids, which is fantastic to see all the kids participating in fitness and all that stuff. But this year we did it actually in the uh, night of the living deadlift with yeah. the kids division. Yep. And so for the open, you also are going to have a kids mm-hmm. aspect to it as well. Yeah. There'll be a kids component to it. Um, for the open specifically, and then we'll, I'll go backwards, but yeah, for the open, for the kids, we'll have a, a competitive division and a non-competitive, you know, some of the depends on age and really their care and desire. You know, some kids just want to work out and have fun and jump around. And, and obviously we love that. And other kids, you know, again, depending on all those factors, age and how serious they're taking it, like they actually want to compete and they can do some things. And, um, so yeah, we'll have a competitive and, and kind of a just for fun kids division. Um, man, yeah, I know we didn't plan on talking about the kids, but, uh, we are, crazy blessed and amazingly excited about how many kids are participating in our program right now. It's, uh, I I literally don't know where it came from or how it happened. I, I, it just, it feels like it just kind of fell into our laps. Um, and yeah, and there are times, you know, those classes where there's kids, it, it feels a little chaotic, but if you kind of zoom out a little bit, you know, from that chaos, you're like, man, and, and you just did what you said, but it's like, it's really awesome to see and to have kids in the gym like that. Um, and, and, you know, did we just, you know, from the seat that I sit in, it's like, I just wonder what impact that has on the, on those children. If they're around this lifestyle for any given time, like what it can do, um, and yeah, since January, I mean, at the end of last year, we had a good, it was a kid's program was great. And then we, we added a couple classes and we changed a couple times around and like January, it just exploded. And I was like scratching my head, like, how is this actually going to happen? Like, how are we going to pull it off? And we're like, well, it's just going to be a big party. Like, you know, yeah. everybody's going to be working out at the same time and it's going to be awesome. Yep. Um, so Yeah. I, I, I have a ton of respect and I appreciate all the adults that are in those classes where the kids are working out because it's not easy and it can get distracting. But but at the same time, if you're able to remove yourself from, like I was just saying, if you can take yourself out of the moment and zoom out of that, it's um, it's pretty awesome. It is. You know, what's funny, though, is, is I've never yet, because I work out on Monday nights, and so Monday nights, kid classes, you yeah. see the 4.15 wrapping up and then the 5.15 start. I've never, and then the third, what is there's it? There's a 6.15. Or so there's and a the, class Wednesday nights yeah, too. The yeah, Wednesday 4.15. As well. I've never once seen a kid laying on the ground yet though, like <laughs> tired. Like dead. Yeah. Like we all are. And, right. You know, after the workout, I think yesterday we were all laying on the ground after we got off the rower 
and it's just funny. It's like I've yet to see a kids' class where they actually lay on the ground. So <laughs> need to tell Jordan and Christina to they need to they need to pump up the intensity yeah, a little bit <laughs> to get to get with it. We want to see some kids laying on the ground. So right. Well, awesome. Appreciate you going through all those. Those a lot of topics. Um, yeah. Appreciate you get back on the podcast. It's I'm so our, happy. It's I'm... part of our strict sixty, right? <laughs> 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 to get back in the game. So right. Yeah, our our mindset has been off a little bit, which just has not been a focus of ours. But it, again, I hope it adds value to people, and you know, it gives. You know, I mean, we've talked about this, but again, it's been a year since we've done it. But like, it just it adds an outlet for people to connect with the community a little bit more, and just I don't know, take a peek under the hood of what's going on and why it's going on. And, you know, especially with a with some content like today, it's like, yeah, these these are things that are going on, and I don't always have 30 minutes, 40 minutes to talk about it. You know, like it's usually in 30 second doses. It's like, yeah, strict 60, you should do it. It'd be great. Come on. Yep. Okay. Let's go do some air squats. You know, so this, this is, yeah, I enjoy this. Obviously, you know that. And then you can always email podcast at (laughs) caseycrossfit.com and be the first one to ever email that address to tell us about topics and the stuff that we need to talk about. That's right. Well, awesome. It's been uh it's been a good good run here for this episode. Yeah, thanks. Can't for wait to publish it. it and and finally get back in the game on it. So Let's do it. when the next three two one comes out, I want to see at the bottom brand new episode. Brand new. It'll be big and bold. Yeah. <laughs> Clickable link. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. All right. Thanks, Brad. <laughs>